All right, folks, Rob Kress here from Root Pharmacist Radio. And thank you for tuning in again. So if you haven't listened to the previous few podcasts, this is Monday, June uh, 17th or something like that. Starting on Thursday, I was heading back down to my second training for my certification as yoga to become a certified yoga teacher. Um, and as I shared with you, so please check these out. Just quick recap. This is much more than I expected it ever to be. It's much beyond just learning how to be a yoga teacher. It's learning how to be a leader. It's learning to dive into yourself and become such a better person and find your own path and step up and stand for yourself. So I shared with you previously, just in the previous episode, just one of the things that popped up for me. Now, this is kind of stuff is getting real, you know, and this is just open up vulnerability and honesty and just listening to the message that are in front of us and are given to us. So I shared with you what Alicia shared with me um, and how she linked it to my dog, Teddy, who I had to let go of a few months ago. And the lessons learned from that and a truer lesson, which you might We'll we'll leave it as almost a quiz. See if you can discover it as the episode's gone. But I certainly will share it with you as things are coming to fruition. It's almost like this is just an equation or a story that's unfolding. It's a story in my life that's doing it. But it's something that I absolutely believe mirrors in others because I've seen it. And I'm seeing it, especially this weekend. So as I said, this weekend was Chakra One, right? And we talked about Chakra One. I shared it with you, all the qualities for it. So this is how the story goes. Um, I told you about having dinner with Kay, Alicia, and Lou. Well, after that, I had a discussion with Kay, and it, it got it got pretty feisty, I guess you could say. Um, she's a hell of a teacher. She's a hell of a facilitator, and she is someone that, her true gift is she sees the possibilities for others in others, and she will stand for you until you see that for yourself. If you're willing to see it for yourself, if you're not, she recognizes you're not coachable, but uh, it's, it's an amazing quality to see that. And she stands for people to a level I didn't even know was possible. So I'm grateful for this. So this was Saturday night after the first full day of this yoga teacher training. And she shared with me how I am not standing for myself and how, and I, and you know, I've skated by in life. Things have been relatively easy, although I have not stepped into myself and I have not received all the gifts that life can give. Even though my life's been good, I do enough to get by. This is in school, right? I was that not great student. I turned myself, I turned everything into a wonderful career. I mean, I'm practicing functional pharmacy. I turned functional pharmacy. I'm teaching and education, educating on it, as well as my customers. I love what I do. I went beyond being a conventional allopathic pharmacist, which I did not find a lot of value in. It did not give back to me. I brought my practice into areas that I love, nutrition, exercise, mind, body, So don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for what I've created, although I've absolutely been standing with one foot strongly on the sidelines and the other one just half in the game at that. And Kay recognized this in me. And she also recognized it 
in the classes taught this weekend. Saturday, and this is the way I've been. I don't engage myself in a group setting. I'm always the one that sits in the shadows, that sits behind. I rationalize that, oh, I'm absorbing in, I'm learning, this is what I do. I've seen this in recent seminars I've gone to, my first landmark in January. I had the urge to ask questions. I had the urge to say something to share, but I didn't do it. And it was that feeling that just frustrated me. And I got angry with myself. Kay and I actually went to the communications course together. It was February. And it was actually because she was there that I actually stood up and I shared in front of the class. You know, of a couple hundred people. And it was profound. I mean, I got a lot out of it. So this has been me through all my lessons of learning and teaching and um, conventional, non-conventional, all along the way. I'm not the one that stands up, that speaks, that shares. So what she said with me, to me was, you know, when other people share, you, you learn from that, right? You get from that. I was like, absolutely. She's like, well, you're depriving everyone else. I know what you have within you. I know what you can share. And I know the value that, that can add to other people and add to the world. And it hurts me to see that you're not doing this. And I also realized, as I'm saying, or as she's telling this to me, this is a course that her and the course, you know, the program creative put together. They put so much hard work in and they stand for other people. I was taking advantage of this process. I was not offering to other people. I was not standing my own. And I was not honoring their creation, their creativity, and what they want to share with the world. So I got it. And it hit. It hit heavy and it hit hard. So fast forward a few hours. I get back to the hotel. I'm upstairs listening to some music, just in bed. It was like the night before, I didn't sleep that well. So now, I, you know, I was bed good. 11 o'clock, just chilled, relaxing. It's dark. I get a message for her. Can you chat? Yeah. We dial in. So Kay's sitting there reading the own work, OM work. So as in homework that we had to give. And we had to hand that in from our previous weekend. And what it was, was it's called the Embodiment Project. And what we did on the first weekend, we took pictures of ourselves, or pictures were taken of us, of certain poses. Sunbee, Crescent, Revolve Crescent, Warrior Two, Reverse Warrior Two. And the instructions were, choose two to three poses that stand out to you and describe what stands out and why. Write one page or caption two to three photos. If you're comfortable sharing with your mentor, you do not need to submit your photos. The photos are for your purposes only. So, okay, those are the instructions. So I first get into this and I'm pretty much like just piecing apart each with general captions, each picture that I did. And I'm like, "Ah, that just seems so technical. So then I had to share with you because this is what happened. I'll share with you in a second. So we were talking and we actually video chatting and I could see on her face and it was a severe look of disappointment. She seemed hurt actually. And she knows how I can write and I am a writer. I write poetry, I write stories, I've written books. And I don't really recognize the quality of my writing as I'm learning. It's therapy for me. It's this expression that I just, I need. 
I shared very little with her in this homework. I did the bare minimum of what was asked of me, and it was embarrassing. But I could see the hurt, how I disrespected this training. She shared with me other people wrote. Now, my reply was kind of indignant. I said, I did what was asked of me. I didn't see how the people, other people saw to write more into it. I go, maybe it's not I'm a guy. I rationalize it to the heights of the heights. When in fact, it was that thing coming around again. I did minimally what was asked of me, rationalized it, and I wasn't standing for myself. And what do I mean by that? This whole process is to learn, to learn with what's going on inside of you and to better yourself. So I was shunning that. It wasn't even that I wasn't doing the work of the teacher, which really I was disappointed in myself because her and Sarah, what they've created here, the energy, the work, what they do for standing for others, what they want to see others attain. I ignored that. And it was, I'm still coming to terms with this. I'm pretty embarrassed with it myself. So, I got up, we kind of said a, just a quick, and I mean, she was real upset, and I understand why, so it was just like, bye. <laughs> um, I got up, it was 11-ish, and I started writing, I started redoing, but I only got about 10 or 15 minutes into it, I, uh, I was tired, I knew I couldn't give it my best, so I went to sleep, I didn't sleep well the night before, and then I woke up and I continued. Morning time is tends to be when the time I write my best. Anyhow, Sunday comes, we're in class. She pulls me aside. She's like, hey, would you share with me the original homework you handed in? Or would you share with the class? Because that was the thing. I wasn't engaging into the class. I wasn't sharing. And I was going to do a clear in just what I learned about it. But instead, she says, would you share what you originally gave me and then share what you rewrote to me that I emailed to her that morning? Which her reply was simple, short and sweet. Find it right here. Her reply simply was, <laughs> find it in here, sorry. That was stunning. So I said, yeah, I'll read it. I'm cool with that. I mean, I need to. I recognize within myself, I need to stand out. I need to open myself up. Like, I'm good at writing to one person to two people for if they read it. I mean, heck, I've got an Instagram page of poetry, which I've got a surname. It's not me, right? So I'm not showing myself out there. So, so I did. I read it in class. And um, here, let me share it with you. So first of all, my first reply, this is my first homework I handed in, all four lines of it. It's quite embarrassing. So I spoke about the poses. What I said was, all the poses were that my heart needs opening. When I first began to look at my pics, aside from realizing how tired I looked, I kept looking into them, trying to criticize good and bad. Then I realized the challenging in the heart openers. And I was doing yoga at home, recognized a lot of that was... Prevent, a lot of that was preventing my heart opening came from my lower back. Thus, possibility 
a chakra two to chakra four relationship question mark. And that was it. I left it at that. Honestly, in my mind, I thought I did good. I talked about a chakra a little bit. I thought that I allowed to it. But I was not speaking from my true self and how I normally speak. So I share this with the class. And mind you, most of these people were sharing some profound wisdom. So this is what I wrote to Kay to redo my homework. Then I shared with the class right out loud. So the embodiment project, take two. I was laying here past 11 p.m. After a night of only getting a few hours rest, tucked and ready to sleep. Then this came up. I wrestled whether to get back up and do it or not. Not out of lack of respect or in the inconsequential bastardizing of a program. And that is a term she used at me. But because, and she was accurate. But because of what I, it unconsciously represents. Appeasing authority, which is not really that. I was telling myself that. It's me not opening up myself for growth. Now, I want to share with you what came at me was truth. I didn't react. I didn't defend. I was recognizing the truth, and that's what we need to do. When you said, what did you think I would think of what you wrote? I was not writing to you. This is me talking. I was writing to an authority archetype, one which all of my life I've done just enough to get by. It has been automatic. That's what classwork has been to me. A reaction of, quote, unquote, against authority. When in truth, or I should say brackets, my refusal to step in and say, I don't know this. What can I learn from this? How can I grow? How about I jump right into this? Not something I've done. I do tend to have a know-it-all quality to me. So I am not always open to learn, which I learned. I now recognize, and so I continue, I now recognize this is completely neutered the fact that I am doing all of this for my own growth, or at least that's what I would hope of me, although I am not. I am standing on the sidelines. The person I was handing this to was not the K that I know and knows me, nor was this the K, the transformational physician and yoga teacher, which stands for others to a degree such a degree, whom I, oops, I'm sorry, to, which I, to such a degree, which I never knew existed, much less the ability to stand for oneself to such a degree, whom I have disappointed in not reciprocating the mere action of standing for myself and not standing for her. So I looked at the pictures again. I looked at my pictures again. The first time around, I addressed the difficulty of opening my chest, thus opening my heart, which is very interesting as I am one to express my love greatly to those I greatly love. It's the idea of shining love's light back on me. My heart closes. I was going to say I have difficulty expressing the love I have for myself, although it's more along the lines that I don't even know, care, or put attention to the fact that it exists or should exist. As an embodied expression, this is not just yoga. This is, I'm sorry, 
as an embodied expression, this is not just something which has come up in yoga. This is something I have noticed in CrossFit. The instructor, instructor always telling me on certain lifts to open my chest, as well as my own posture, clearly evident to this weekend's yoga teacher training. Then a couple of weeks ago in Upward Dog, having difficulty opening my chest, I linked the rigidity I have in my lower back, in my second chakra, to suppressing my ability to open my own heart. Lower back has been a calling card for me since I was a kid. Second chakra being the, my center of joy for pleasure, fun, and movement, joy and movement forward, literally choking my ability to experience unconditional love for myself and dampening and getting in the way. And I see now pushing away love. I have learned tonight the disconnection that comes from my hand, the actions which I take, the words which I say, I pass the blame as they, quote, disconnect from me, unquote, which is clearly a manifestation of my own doing. The joy in moving forward is quite profound right now. I stand at a time in my life where it is time to live life for myself, to live for my own joy, and to accept the amazingness that life has offered me. So many things being offered to me in just this past year. The past year, I have slowly been walking up to this. The messages continually keep coming. The universe has great patience, something I have selfishly challenged in another. So at second pass on these pictures tonight, something else stood out glaringly in mountain pose, chair pose, warrior, reverse warrior, and even will, heck, all the poses as well as every step I have taken and have been taken in life. In addition to any challenges of opening my heart, one consistent through and through was the base of my feet. Feet not firmly planted and grounded. This is first chakra stuff, folks. This I discovered at weekend one which further discovered deeper over the last few days. Thus, looking back at the pics, I discovered something which was there before, which I had not seen and am noticeably experiencing right now. Without my feet firmly planted on the ground, I am not grounded. I am not building a strong foundation to elevate from, to provide safety and security. I am not allowing myself to build a strong core. I am not standing for myself while standing for those I love and who love me. In the end, I make no excuse of why I have not embraced this embodiment project, as I should have, why I did the bare minimum just to get by. I do stand at a point where I can change direction of how I've engaged myself in life these past 49 years. And the yoga teacher program is just that. There is no coincidence why it is here for me now and I'm not surprised why it has challenged every part of me, every part of my being, which I'm quick not to acknowledge until now. My possibilities are love, greatness, and adventure. Open in my heart, accepting the joy and pleasure that life affords, standing strong for myself, and showing up and standing for others, while, which allows me 
to step forward on the path of adventure. I was full of myself. It was external path. It was the external treks and travels I was thinking it was. The adventure is not that. The adventure is within. It's awaiting within me now to embrace and reciprocate the love while stepping into who I really am, living up to the potential of others have seen in me, which I have refused to see for myself. These are my possibilities, which were discovered a year ago. These are my possibilities, which are waiting for me. And through yoga teacher training and looking into myself and right here and right now. So there's the end of the post. So this is what I shared with everyone. So yes, mass vulnerability. Um, It was a room full of people who were crying. Um, I was able to engage and share, which absolutely felt amazing. So that's it. Um, Possibilities. I'm going to do a post on that soon, a little podcast, because those ones I just shared with you, love, adventure, and greatness, they've changed over the last 24 hours, especially after realizing what the adventure is. And I'm firmly on this adventure now. I realize what I need to get to greatness, which is authenticity. So I had to be authentic with myself to be great. I actually thought for me to be great would allow me to be authentic first. So they're taking greatness out of their own, putting authenticity. And I'll share it with another one for you. So once again, this, this podcast is a little longer, but I want to share it with you because I think not standing for oneself, sitting on the sidelines is something a lot of us are dealing with. So I want to share it with you and I hope it adds some value. So once again, folks, thank you and have a wonderful day. I'll be back shortly. All right, folks, Rob Kress here, Root Pharmacist from Root Pharmacist Radio. I'm giving an addition to the last episode, maybe an addendum, um, but it's really important because as you, when you listen to it, because you need to before you listen to this, um, as you notice what things came up for me in yoga teacher training, how it's so much more than just learning how to teach yoga. It literally aligns with what yoga is, which is not just a physical practice. Yoga is a spiritual practice. It's a way to look within. It's a way to see, shine light on your shadows. It's, it's a way to grow. It's a way to open up. I shared with you the embodiment project, how I royally effed it up the first time around. And then I looked at it. I learned from it. And I stepped into it. And I stepped in for myself. But if you remember the comments and the pictures I had, what I was noticing was heart openers, difficulty opening the heart, as well as standing for myself. Now, one thing from what we had to do by the end of yoga teacher training, we had to do a sequence ourselves. We created. This is part of our test out. This is our test out. So it's an hour class that we share with people, but we have to pick one peak pose, one that right now we cannot do, and two has some symbolic symbolic meaning. So for me, it's obviously going to be a heart opener because that's the challenge that I've been sharing. And I'll share with you the pose, my peak pose, but the idea is to sequence yourself in preparation to getting up to that pose. 
And it's going to be a hard opener. So with everything else that you heard, I got a message from my teacher, my colleague today. And if you remember the email, the I'm sorry, the homework I sent, I talked about, I always thought it was just me not doing enough was my resistance to authority. Ultimately, it was me not standing up for myself and it was me not growing. So I get a, a quick message saying, the heart is the real authority. Follows to say, surrender to the authority of your heart. Backbends will be easier. So as I surrender to the authority of my heart, and if you remember a couple things here, in addition, the message that I got from Alicia, from my grandmother, was listen to your heart. Your creativity will open. All the doors will open. So now you see this physical bridge that comes. As I surrender to the authority of my heart, my heart's desire, what my heart wants, in physical nature, a backbend will be easier. My peak pose that I'm looking to attain, which you could probably segue into all areas of this physical being in life. So there we go. This is a short one. It was a sweet one, but I think it was an important one. Thank you all. Talk to you soon. Rob Press, Reformist Radio.